Looking to get started on your next creative project? Do what Michael Yo does. Go to Southgate Design. Southgate delivers fast, affordable, and amazing graphics without the headache. Print your t-shirts, masks, flyers, or business cards with convenient nationwide shipping. Contact them today via info at southgatedesign.com. That's I-N-F-O at southgatedesign, without the S, dot com. Yo, 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 yo. Where's my other water? Oh, there it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I gotta hydrate, people. I gotta hydrate. Where's my other? Oh, okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. What's up? Good morning. How are you doing, huh? Oh, I feel good. 2021, man. How's he feeling great? I feel really good about 2021. You know? I'm going to put this mic down for a second. I got to open this water. I feel great about 2021. It feels so good. It feels so good. It's just, I think I think things are changing in the right direction. And... I'm just loving the feeling, man. I am loving, loving the feeling. Hope you're doing well. Hope your family's doing well. I uh, posted something on my Facebook feed today. And man, I got to tell you, it was a picture. You know, you see a lot of artwork online. You know, you see you see that a lot. But man, I saw this picture that just smacked the hell out of me. Literally, I've never seen a picture that that smacked the hell out of me with reality. Like it was it it was basically life and why you're here in one picture. Now, if you haven't seen this picture, it's right below this video. I put it on my Facebook feed, I put it on my Instagram feed. It's, man, talk about a photo that just had me shook. Plus, I just lost a friend, and he had kids. And I was like, oh, my God, this picture. I mean, if you've seen the picture, you know what I'm talking about. What's up, Lamar Parker? You checking in? Yeah, man. Things are already better now. Hey, any day you wake up, it's a better day. You know what I mean? Oh, you're coming in, Alice. Alice Khan, thank you for watching every single day, man. Welcome to the morning, yeah. But if you haven't been to my Facebook page, because this goes out as a podcast too, there's a couple things I need you to do when you're on my Facebook page. I need you to follow the page. I am told following is better than liking. So please follow the page and then hit that bell. So when I do these uh, morning yo's, usually at 9 a.m., I'm going to try to be on it because you guys are giving up a lot by watching at 9 a.m., so I'm going to be here at 9 a.m. for you. That's been my New Year's resolution. Justin, what's up, sir? How are you? Thank you for checking in. But if you haven't seen the photo on my feed of a father and son, and you could replace that with a father and daughter, a mother and daughter, mother and son, but it just puts life, life into reality. Oh, it just I love photos. I love things that can just move you like that. And check it out on my feed. You have to Facebook.com slash Michael Yo. I know you guys watching, you already know this, but I'm talking to my podcast people. You know, it's such a moving photo. And if you're watching right now live, let me know what you think about the photo. Oh, we got Danny checking in. Como estas? Hey, bien, tú? <laughs> That's all I know. 
Hola, ¿cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú? ¿Dónde, dónde está el baño? Arrivederci. I, I, I don't know. Raymond, checking in on YouTube because this is live on YouTube and Facebook. What's up, Raymond? Hope you're well. I always do my morning shout outs. Janie Boyer Herrera. Good morning, Mike. Have a great day to you as well. We have Johnny Lee Turner. What's up, Johnny Lee Turner? What's up, my man? Hope you're well. Oh, and that's Danny again. Como estas? Bien. You know what? You know what's sad? I'll tell you what's sad. I lived in Miami for how many years did I live in Miami? Almost eight years. And I did not learn any Spanish. I, I punch myself in the face right now. For that's ridiculous. You live in Miami and I didn't learn Spanish. I lived there for eight years. Oh, wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity, man. And that's the thing. Now I'm not doing any more wasted opportunities. It's 2021. We're moving forward. You know, I always say the positive thing today. And you can take this how you want it. When something really bad happens, after that bad is gone, something really great happens. I believe after the pandemic is over, it's going to be, the world will be a different place. It will be filled with more love for a while. It won't last. It won't last. Trust me, it's not going to last. But it will be a much better place. Just like when you have somebody terrible that was in the office. Donald Trump has lost everything for Republicans because you backed him no matter what. So what you did was you put yourself in a corner. You can't even be a person in po politics as a Republican with common sense anymore. You have to be so far Trump because if you're not, people aren't going to vote for you. And now you pigeonhole yourself where you're, you're like, oh, well, I like Trump, but I don't like the other Republicans, so I'm not going to vote for them. That's what's happening. The There's no more Republican Party. It's the Trump Party. So they need to start a different party, you know, because he got that. Trump got that on lock. So what happened was they lost the presidency. Uh, Democrats still run the House. And and now they're going to have the Senate. Because of Donald Trump, when something awful happens, when a tragedy happens, usually, usually there's love on the other side of it. There's a much better place on the other side of it. You know, people come together when they don't like something, when something's ugly, when something's ugly. And I don't care your political views. If Democrats, if we had a Democratic asshole president like we have now, I would say the same about him. See, that's one thing about this show you're going to learn. I, I'm on both sides. Like, literally, I will tell you good and bad on both sides. I can break it down. I don't just read headlines. That's the whole thing. Just don't read the headline. Read the full article, okay? Yeah, some of y'all, you know, I know y'all, a, a lot of Morning Yo fans, oh, who want to hear about politics? I hear about it all the time. You know what? I used to be that guy. I didn't want to bring it in and I don't talk about it much, but now what's changed and my friend had to point this out to me. My good friend, Leo Flowers had to point this out to me. He said, Mike, you got kids now. What kind of world do you want them to live in? And now I see things through my kids' eyes, man. 
I don't want my kids to ever experience another precedent like this that divides people. After my dad went through segregation and had to fight to get a PhD in nuclear physics and had to fight to even eat in the same restaurants. I wouldn't be honoring him if I just backed down and didn't talk about politics or if anything I saw wrong, anything I see wrong, if I don't talk about it, I'm dishonoring my dad. And you can be like, oh, you're just a Democrat. Hey, guys, I voted for both sides. I voted Republican in the past and I voted Democrat. I am an independent. If I see something wrong, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. I mean, this podcast is about love and positivity, but we have to address when things are awful. And that man, if you believe he's looking out for your best interests and not his own, come on now. I don't want to make this a political show, but sometimes you got to say stuff, you know? After every storm, there's a rainbow. There is a rainbow. We've seen that rainbow today. I believe the Democrats are making it better as best as they can. And let me tell you something. There's some shady Democrats too. <laughs> so, but I feel that the person at the top is the problem. And we have no national plan for coronavirus. I almost died from coronavirus. We have no national plan for coronavirus. And that starts from the top. That starts from the top. So I believe that with new leadership, at least we can have a plan. Like my my wife's parents were over and they go, why is certain places in the country worse than other places? I said, because everybody's doing their own thing. It's like a president is the head coach of a football team. And if there is no play to run, if you just tell the whole football team to go out on the field and don't give them a play, and just run it, just run something. You got players running in all different directions. People don't know where to go because there's no leadership. And that's what you're dealing with right now. Like I said, I don't care if it's Democrat or Republican. If it was a Democratic dude doing this, I'd be crapping on him too. See, the only J. What's up, my guy? What's up? Thank you for joining in. The morning, yeah. I love all you guys coming through, man. It's building. We were over 150,000. I think we went over 154,000. We hit 150 like three days ago, and we added another four grand. 4K. Four stacks. I think that if I was in the hood, we'd be, you added four stacks, son. Four stacks. I don't know if that's right. I'm a stack maybe 100. I, I don't know, but I think it's 1,000. I don't know. I don't know. Denise, change is coming. We all know that. Uh, Julia Bard Rim, speak that truth. I'm trying to speak the truth. We try. Exactly. When Republic allows Trump to do all those crazy things, it's in a run. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you put your pigeonhole, and this is this is a lesson in life. When you pigeonhole yourself into only doing one thing, that's what you become. You know what I mean? Like if I said I was just a host, if I just people would be like, oh, well, that's all you got. I remember walking into acting auditions, but I was so pigeonholed as just a host. They would go, oh, you trying to act? We know you're a host, but you trying to act? I go, no, no, I'm an actor too. Oh, nah, you're a host. So it took me so long. Now the game is flipped. Now when people introduce me, it's comedian Michael Yo. You know how long, and I love hosting. Don't get me wrong. I love hosting. But I, I'm very honest with a lot of people. A lot of people can host. 
a lot of people can host. A lot of people can't do comedy. And that's the, and that's, you get so much respect. I'll never forget it. I was on the set of Modern Family and Julie Benz and Ty Burrell knew I did stand up. And they came up to me. And this, at the time, the number one show in the country. This is when Modern Family blew up. And they go, oh my God, how do you do it? I go, what are you talking about? How do you do stand up? That's amazing. And they're the funniest people on TV at the moment. I go, what are you talking about? I just go up there and say, people write our words. What you do is unbelievable. Like, we could never do that. And to hear actors say that about comedians, oh, like, it's the most respected thing in the business. Like, entertainment business, if you can do stand-up. I was in, I was meeting with two huge, huge casting directors for a big network. And they go, you know what's funny? Is we got a lot of great dramatic actors, but they can't do comedy. But you know what about comedians? They can do comedy and they can do drama because they feel things and they can do things that other people can't do. And that's what's amazing. That's what's amazing. Uh, oh, you're streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Yes, I am streaming on both. Thank you very much. Be part of that Facebook fam if you can. Keep up the good work, bro. You're inspirational. Hey, I just try to inspire. That's all we're trying to do. You know, everybody that comes on the show, they tell me something good in their life. Tell me a, a, a positive story. I'm trying to bring positivity to you every single morning. So true. Had a plan, the press... Obama gave him in a met. Uh, okay, I didn't follow it up. Okay, I get what you're trying to say. Let's see. You're a great comedian host, especially on Pop 2K. Oh, man, I love that. Sirius XM is the bomb. Pop 2K. Uh, coming in in a second, my boy Orlando Leba. Now, I love to bring people you might not know on the show. You probably know him. You might not know him, but he is one of the most genuine dudes I know. He's a great comedian. Uh great, great husband. And this is the people I surround myself with, you know, and you need to know them. You need to know them. Like always, I put the invite at the bottom. If you want to jump into my podcast as well, if if you want to jump in, I'll give you like a minute, minute and a half, see what you're up to in your life. You know, I, I think that's great because I just, yesterday we had people checking in from India live on the podcast, a trainer from Houston, Texas, was on a, so I, I'm putting the link out there right now. I just hit the button. There is the link. If you want to jump in the pod with me and Orlando, you can do that. We're going to have a lot of people. A lot of people try to check in. But uh, I can't let everybody in. But I will let a select few in. And just and this is all I ask. If you jump into the podcast, please have a good setup. Have some headphones, some earphones. Don't... Don't be like on your mobile phone, walking through a mall saying, man, yeah, yeah, it sounds like crap. Just going to be honest with you. All right, let me bring him in, man. I love this guy. Orlando Labor. What is up, my man? How are you? You Morning, yo. Let me back morning, up. Yeah. What are you drinking already this morning, sir? Oh, there's this emergency, man. Got to keep the immune system up, bro. You know that emergency is garbage, right? You really know it's garbage, right? Well, I don't think you have a doctor's degree, so I'm not going <laughs> to like nothing. There's no medical degree behind you. So uh, if this, if but this playing but, a mind but, trick on me and it, making me feel a little bit safe. But I'm it's good. Dave Chappelle behind me. So I am a doctor. Yeah. That, okay. that, that, that's my degree right here. That's I'm telling degree. you, Orlando, do me a favor one day or, or later after the podcast, Google yeah. emergency and how that company is fake. 
Oh, okay. And they got in trouble for it. They got sued for it. But maybe mm. it's better now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I listen to Joe Rogan, so I hear his doctors, and they say you got to do like 10 packs of that to yeah. really. I listen to Joe Rogan, too. Again, not a lot of medical degrees on that. <laughs> so you're drinking your. Uh... I, I drink my emergency. I got my um, my green tea and um, I got my glass of water with lemon in it. I just attack it from all ends. You know what I'm saying? Drink. After I hang out with you, I'll have a little bit of oatmeal. And then finally, I'll throw in a little caffeine and have some coffee. Oh, that's nice, man. See, the whole thing about dealing with a pandemic is you just got to have a plan. You know what I mean? You just need, okay, I'm going to do this at this time. I'm going to do this at this time. That's that's what you got to do. Julia, I mean, Julie Bard-Rim, a positive connoisseur. Yeah, I am. And so yeah. is Orlando. Let me ask you something, man. Uh, tell me what's good in your life. Tell me, and it doesn't have to be huge, just something positive in your life. I like to spread positivity in the morning on the morning, yo. Uh, good in my life. I'm healthy. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. in my family's healthy. We've had a few scares, including you in the beginning, oh. but everybody's, um, everybody's healthy. And I genuinely just feel blessed, man. I just, uh, I'm even late coming on to you because I just got caught up in my like hour of gratitude where I'm just giving thanks to, for everything that I have, everything from the roof over my head to my fingers working to my, how cute my dog looks when he's sleeping in his bed, you know, when she's sleeping in her bed, her name is like every, every day I wake up, it's just gratitude. Thanks for just waiting. You know, I said it in my first special. You know, any day you wake up, it's a great day. And after I went through that whole COVID scare, it was, it rang so true. Yes, by a million. Now I really appreciate it. And I don't know, for 2021, man, I just feel good about it. I told my wife, she says, but you say that about every year. But I really do, man. I feel like things are changing. And we talked about it before you came on. Like after every storm, there's a rainbow and you're starting to see it in politics. And I think once we're through this pandemic, you're going to see it in the country. You're just going to see more love. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, me not being so close to the elephant, stepping back and seeing the whole elephant. Um, I did see you evolve after you went through your scare. And it was a beautiful thing to see you. You were already a loving husband. You were already a loving father. Um, Your daughter had just been born and then you got COVID. And then this whole life, um, then the world kind of slowed down because of the pandemic. But I just saw you like, oh, dude, like I'm going to embrace like that movie. It's always like the movies kind of like there's a reason why movies get written. It's because somewhere along the line, people live through what they're writing. Yes. um, You 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 became the movie. You became that movie where it's like, dude, I appreciated what I have, but now I really appreciate it. And I'm going to take every moment. I'm going to make whatever shifts I have to make. And you, you drastically to what other people might've been like, why is Michael shifting so hard right now? And it's like, nah, because I need to get to a place where, where, you know, what? It, it's a thing where I really found out like through a pandemic is, what I loved about the pandemic and it's horrible that we lost so many people and I almost died myself. But what I love is a lot of people, you self-evaluated your life and you found out that what you have, you might not need all of it. You can downsize. And this is, this not materialistic things either. This could be, 
I'm in a terrible relationship. What am I doing? Like it affects different people in different ways. You could be like, do I really need to be spending this type of money on this item? Do I really need to be attached to this person? Or maybe it's the opposite of, man, I really haven't talked to my blank in a while. I should pick up the phone and call them. So I really think this pandemic in a terrible way, like I said, after the storm, there's a rainbow, but I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about my family and I've learned, I feel like I've always been a positive guy, but I, f- I feel that every day I should put that out into the world, the positivity. Like I tell everybody that's a guest on my show. I just want something positive in your life because a lot of people need to hear positive things to keep them going. Because especially when they're down, there's a lot of people that hit me up going, hey, man, the morning, yo, I love the positivity. I was down today, but I know you're struggling. I know the people on your show are struggling. So we're all in this together. I'm not alone. And I think that's one of the best parts of this uh, podcast slash Facebook watch show. Yes, the energy is real. Um, you know, I did Ron Funches podcast and he's also like us, very uh, positive and forward moving and you know, his podcast is all getting better. So it's it's important uh, for everybody to know that things are going to get better. Uh, Maybe not as fast as you want them to get better, but they will get better just as long as you keep on saying it to yourself. Just repeat it to yourself in the mirror every day. Like, yo, it's going to get better. And there's other people that you can't let other people, this was given to this, this gem or this jewel or this key was given to me a long time ago was like, you can't let other people control what's going on with your mind and with your heart. And uh, oh yeah, there's a lot of people that, that were bored out of their mind during this uh, pandemic and they chose to fall into a certain type of rabbit hole. And they are way deep into that rabbit hole. And I pray that sometime, at some point, they come out of that rabbit hole when things get back to normal and they have to go back to work and it becomes a nine to five and they're not all day just caught up within their the algorithm that their social media is feeding them. And, and, I, I, and look at me. I'm using words like algorithm. God damn it. I know. I some stuff. Well, well, that's the thing is I feel like on social media, I was so worried about posting things and losing followers and Now I've gotten to the point where people that follow me on Instagram and please do at Michael Yo follow Orlando at Hey Lando. But now it's like I'm doing it for me. It's kind of like you reach a point when you do stand up and big shout out to Eric Rivera. He's checking in. He says Orlando trying to be most adorable by getting a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Orlando, he's going to be like Darnell Rollins and bringing these puppies around on stage. That's that's what I do. I I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I'm playing the system. I'm hacking the system. But I I, I feel that during the, I, I, I always cared about what people thought about what I put on social media. But now I don't because it, it's like stand-up. It, it's, this is going to sound very, very weird, but it hit me, and I talked to some other comedians, and they agree. Once you reach a certain point in stand-up, you're not even doing it for the audience. You're doing it for yourself. Because it's funny to you. And if the audience is rolling with you and wants to come along, that's great. But if there's some that don't, your comedy is just not for them. Where I think when you first start comedy, you're trying to make everybody laugh. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you straight up. When I do a comedy show, I'm not trying to make an 18 year old laugh. You know what I mean? If they laugh, that's great. 
But I'm trying to make the people that are going through what I'm going through laugh. You know, mm-hmm. where before when I first started, I wanted to be funny to everybody. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's why you see the explosion of certain comedians online because they found their niche. They found their people. They found their tribe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that's where my head is. And my, and my whole thing is positivity. My whole thing is comedy. And it's a little bit darker now because what I went through. You know, I think you no, said and you're more comfortable. You're more comfortable. I think a few of us are out here uh, more comfortable, except Eric Rivera. He's still not. Yeah. Eric Rivera but, is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but like, see that comment right there. You would have never said that years ago. You would have oh, no, never. You would have found something. And obviously it's a joke. I do a show with Eric Rivera every Wednesday on Facebook also. But. Probably not going to do it today because he's very sensitive. But yeah, anyway, he's garbage. He's garbage. I, I, I love you. I've, yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you and all of us like we're quick to like I love look the little thing that you say, hey, feel free to hop on. But if you're if you're like on a cell phone and it's all, hey, man, like go your way, dude. Don't worry about it. Be have a good setup. Have a laptop. Have a microphone. You would have never done that. You would have no. probably accepted the guy in the mall. Uh, or or in the uh, or the guy in the middle of a hike. Yeah, I just want to express my feelings about how I feel about the COVID, and you know, I think we're doing pretty good. You know, I haven't met anybody that's been. Say, you would have shut up, shut up. Yeah. See, now I'm not. Now I look through things through my kids' eyes and how the world I want them to live in. You mm-hmm. know, because I've seen it through my dad's eyes. You know, what he went through, it's better for me. But if it can be even better for my kids, that's where I want this world to be, man. That's where I want this world to be. Um, So, of course, you're a comedian, but you live in L.A. I got out of there. Me and my wife and kids, we're we're staying in Vegas right now. Yes. How do you how how is it out there in L.A. right now? Uh, Right now, it's just like I, I remember, I think my wife read me something yesterday. Where she said, just think of it like you should just consider it that everybody has COVID. Yeah. That's the way you should look at it. Uh, We've been very proactive. I've been blessed to work on a few projects. So during the pandemic. So we we got real used to her and I to just getting tested. And um, that's how we've stayed afloat. And we keep our distance. Uh, COVID has made us real. um, It's made a lot of like really nice people. Uh, become a little bit more um, police-like. So with me, I'm like, if you're coming at me hot, I'm like, hey, pause, keep a little bit of distance, my man, and stuff. I just can't take the risk. My wife suffers from asthma and stuff like that. So I'm quick to, like, uh, check people and and stuff. I'm I'm not out here telling people, oh, but you need to put on the mask. But if you're coming around me, you have to we, we have to respect each other's space, you know? But if you're yeah. coming at me with no mask and talking to me and we're there and I'm wearing a mask, I'm going to check you. I'm gonna t- But if you're doing your own thing and you're in the corner and you're not wearing a mask, that's none of my business at that point. But once you invade my space or my wife's space or my domain, then uh, you're not getting nice, positive Orlando. Even though I'm still doing it in a positive way, I'm, I'm making it about... <laughs> Uh, them i'm like dude i don't want to get you sick and i would hate for you to carry that on your mind that you made me sick like i play that psychological warfare on people gotcha oh yeah yeah, all right and i keep my voice down i I always keep my voice down and when people start raising their voice i lower my voice even more 
which forces them to listen to you. That's a trick my brother taught me. When people are screaming, just talk to them lower. And then they're like, ah, ah and because now they start hearing how loud they are. Uh, Tamika Tammy Simmons Shipman, the longest name on Facebook, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you she, need, have, you, yeah, she right. got four names. Oh, my God. <laughs> she you really says, hey. in your name. There must be. Well, I know what she's doing there. There's a lot of Tamikas. She's like, she's letting people know. Yeah. I'm Tamika Tammy, though. Simmons yeah, Tamika. Shipman. Like, yeah. that's me. <laughs> also, we got another one checking in. Jason Atkinson. Uh, Atkins. Good morning, Orlando. There you what go. What up, Jason? What's up, family? I hope you're doing well. I hope your family's doing well. And I hope this day greeted you with sunlight. Yes, man. Yes, man. Um, so how how's your lady? Uh, my wife is uh, great. Fantastic. Uh, how she how, how, what have you have you learned anything about her that you didn't know before hanging out? Because as comedians, we're always traveling. You're hanging out more than you ever yeah. have. Yeah. And she got her boss was like a wonderful human being. And her boss was like she told Vanessa, my wife, you know, work from home. And actually, we're actually going to go to the office and pick up her desk and her this week. She's been working at her laptop, so we're actually going to have the desk from her office here at the house. So um, we no longer have to take up so much of the dining room table. Yeah, uh, so she's doing you... great. The main thing I discovered during, and I've said it a few times, she knows this already, is that I think she realized it too, is that we uh, we still like each other. So Good. that's it. Yeah. So we knew yeah, that we I, loved each other. I, I, because I, people, oh, he's about to do a bit. No, it's not a bit. It's like this is how a partnership works. You love and like each other. And yes, perfect. You got to be right best there. friends, and you got to be yeah. best friends. You, not really, do you? No, anyway. no, you do. You do. But <laughs> <laughs> my wife always tells me I'm her best friend, and she's yeah. my best friend. Yeah, yeah. I tell but you've been married that. a lot longer than me. How long have you yeah. been married? I got. We just made thirteen. Wow. We just did 13. And uh, we like each other. Why you like, it's like prison. Why why uh, you we just did 13? Oh, you're yeah. not excited about it. You're not yeah. like what what's wrong? Like I'm about no, to I hit five. It, no, I think it matters once you start hitting 20. I think you're on the fence all the way to 20. At 20, 25, that's it. 25, that's technically a murder life sentence right there. So if you made it to 25, you're good, man. You're oh, good. Yeah. You're you're gonna ride up. So oh. uh uh, but we keep on we we keep on doing work uh, with each other. We we we're understanding each other. And like I said, man, the the main thing we rediscovered that like, oh, I genuinely like her, and she genuinely likes me. Like we discovered, we rediscovered. Because think about it, Michael. She works, and for ten hours out of the day, that's including her traffic um, a commute. For 10 hours out of the day, I'm by myself at the house, living this 10-hour free of wife lifestyle, you know? Why are you bragging? At night, Why are you bragging? She, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> and then at night, I would we would have dinner together and then take off. And, yo, I'm going to go meet up with Michael at the HaHa, or we're going to the Laugh Factory, or we're going to the improv, you know what I'm saying? Or someone like you that goes to the comedy store. But, like... It, it it was like, but now it's just like, oh, and then we rediscovered that. I I was thinking about this. I probably spent more time. My wife, I mean, my parents have been married 47 years. Mm -hmm. 
but I probably have lived 20 years of their marriage in this last nine months yeah. because my dad would go to work at like 8 a.m. and wouldn't be mm. back till 6.30. Yes. And I would hang out with him an hour and then I would have to go to sleep and go to school. So yes. it's interesting. And they wouldn't see each other while he was working. So it's funny how I feel like we're getting so much more time Mm-hmm. With our like, like we're doing work, like literally me being married with two kids now. And I always see my kids. I a lot of times as I reflect back, I don't remember seeing my dad. I know we ate dinner every night at 630, mm-hmm. but he wasn't there throughout the day because he was working where, mm-hmm. it, you know, as of right now, our kids. Well, you don't have kids, but my kids, they'll see me all day. They and then after they go to sleep, that's where we go to work. So that's mm-hmm. the difference is. You know, my friends were asking me questions because my parents, if you ever see a podcast with my parents, they're absolutely hilarious. But I don't have many memories of during the during the day with my dad. It's yes. all at night. You know, yeah. I, how was it for you? Uh, it didn't have a father. Way to bring that up. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then um, I, I wasn't told that um, I wasn't told that I was loved, but I was shown that I was loved. Like Same I always here. felt it. I wasn't told like, oh, I love you. And the little pats on the head, um, which some people got. I've witnessed families that are like that. Um, um, my best friend, Jason Norman, bo- both of his parents, they owned their own business. So they had a lot of free time or the family was always together. So I got to witness and I would hang out with them. And my mom was uh, worked and stuff, but I was loved. I always had a roof over my head, a hot plate of food, clothes on my back. And she was always, she was not a, my mother, I'm talking to her. My mother has always been supportive of me. So now is, um, now, but then through my wife and stuff, I've evolved into becoming this mushy and embracing and wanting to hug people, even though we can't do it and telling people, I love you randomly and telling people the most important thing is I love you unconditionally. Like I love you, Michael, yo, unconditionally. There may be some things I don't agree with you with, but that has nothing to do with the love that I have. Yeah, with you. I agree. You know what I, mean? I love because you too, man. Your, I love yeah, you that's, too. Uh, yep. That's, I know that. I know that. For people that don't know, I always bring it up. When I first came to LA, Michael Yo opened up his house, and uh, that's one of the uh, extra bedrooms I got to sleep in, in this uh, beautiful town that can step on you if you don't have the right people around you. And, and let me to let, having the right people around me, I didn't get stepped on. Now, I will say this about Orlando, and this is one thing I look up to you for. You are the best, and I don't want to call it networking because they're really friends to you, but you are on top of your game. You are a social butterfly within the industry. Everybody knows you. I see you giving shout outs to everybody. You've turned your page and feed into promoting yourself, but also promoting others. Uh, yes. when they do well, which is great, which is great, which has led you to opportunities that other people don't get. So I applaud you on that. I I mean, it's it's amazing what you've done in such a short time in mm-hmm. Hollywood, man. Yeah, well, you know, thank you, man. That's all I can say. I because I've been I've been told to to accept compliments. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Yo, I accept that compliment. from. Oh, well, you're welcome, sir. You're welcome. And I, I think it's something that I was telling my wife, we were talking about you the other day, and I go, I need to be more like Orlando in that. Because, and that's why I started this podcast too, is to, I, I think on my social media, 
every Wednesday or every Friday, I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to give flowers while people are still alive. You know, I'm not going to wait till they pass away and then say great things. I'm just going to like, I, I think the first one I was thinking about is going to be my fifth grade teacher, you know, oh, Miss Williams. Like she, sure, she was the, and didn't write about her and let people know about, it. I don't know if she'll ever see it. I don't even know if she's still alive, mm-hmm. you know, but I hope she is because she was the first one when I was in fifth grade, she gave me the most likely to succeed badge. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that meant so much. That meant so you couldn't do that today. Parents would get mad. They'd be like, you didn't give a so I imagine this. This is how old out of all the kids, they had a most likely to succeed award that they presented in front of the other students. Mm-hmm. Literally, she was saying, You're gonna make it. These other 29 kids are not. No. <laughs> not so much. Not so much. They could never do that today, but her giving me that most likely to succeed, I still have it. I still yeah. have it. It meant yeah. so much to me, and she meant so much to me because she was an amazing teacher. So those are the type of things I want to put out into the world, like one day a week. I know I want to write about Joe Rogan. I know I want to write about The Rock, what he's done for me. I know I want to write about like friends like you. You know, uh, and it's not all celebrities. It's just people like the first person to put me on the radio. The first, you know, I want to, I just want them to know mm-hmm. that while they're alive, how I appreciated them. And it, and it and that's going to be a good, that's going to be a great workout for you. Cause then that can easily turn into your book, your first book, man. Oh yeah. I oh, give yeah. thanks. Michael Yo gives thanks. That's oh, what we're boy. trying to do. And speaking about giving thanks for everybody that's watching right now, please give it thumbs up. Please give it hearts. Please share it. Like I said, when I started this thing, we had about 20,000 people. Now it's over 150. And if you're watching, make sure you follow the page, not like it. Facebook said follows are better than likes and hit the bell when we come on. And if you want to ask Orlando a question or me a question, just feel free to write it in the comment section. So now stand up, what are you doing for stand up? Are you doing Zoom shows? Where are you at right now? I do Zoom shows, man. Um, the our, our friend Eric Rivera, he stays on top of it. He stays. He he totally embraces it. He tells a great story how he met with, uh, it, it might have been a management or agent, and they pulled up his social media and they saw how many numbers he had this was before the pandemic before mm-hmm. any of that and they said oh we can't like basically we can't take you on look at your social media presence and he had like you know he probably had like two thousand followers three thousand yeah. followers we can't and he tells that story and i love that story about him because he went home and he didn't he didn't take it like oh you know f them he was yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to show you then. This is what you need to see. I'm going to show you. But I'm also not going to deal with you. And he just has built up his social media by building up content, by doing live streams, by putting up, chopping up and, you know, transcribing his. He he puts in a lot of work, man. He does it all of, himself, too. It's yeah, incredible. And he does it all himself. And um, he then now he's just like now he has. Uh, that the hangout where it's a bunch of comics we all hang out and talk just talk you don't need to do material it's just we're talk naturally funny he pins all of us it's a private show people come in for free but you have to log in you have to give your email he's collecting that and i through him i've been able to do a few shows uh ida rodriguez my sister she went we went to go do a show in arizona 
And I told her, hey, I'll open for you. And she was like, but you're a headliner yourself. What are you talking about? And then I was like, uh, I don't live in that headspace. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, so uh, let's just go put in this work. And uh, we went put in this work in Arizona. You've been to Arizona also. Uh, so you know what that's like. And then a lot of Zoom shows. I did the weirdest one was like a corporate gig where I did uh, 30, no, 22 minutes with no audience self-taping. So kind of like a self-tape audition. Ah, I set okay. up the camera. And for 22 minutes, I did material. Uh, I'm happy to be experienced enough where I knew how to pace myself. Yeah. And they said, and we'll add the laughters. That's what the question <laughs> Just send oh, us after, after you film yourself, send us the, the video, the MOV, and uh, we'll, we'll edit it and add the laughter. And it worked. They put the laughters in the right spaces where the punchlines were supposed to be at. And um, that was the weirdest thing. And it's, uh, and, I, and I'm grateful because that's kept a roof over my head and, and, and let me hang out with my wife during this COVID. And, uh, but I'm the type of dude that if I have to go out there, man, and drive Uber or drive whatever to keep us fed, plus she has a job also, it's going to get done, man. We, we let me ask done. you, when you do a Zoom show, do you stand up or do you, are you just sitting in the camera like this? And you just uh, tell the joke straight, sitting down like this. I've done, I've done them both. I've done. Which them one both. do you prefer? Standing up, you get best energy. So mm-hmm. what I did was, now I have the, you know, the, the webcam. I actually invested on the webcam, and you could put that on a tripod and then put the laptop under it, so you're yeah. seeing the video, and then just put it head on. I've had I have lights now. I it, it looks ridiculous. There's a red light behind me right I know, now. I saw that. I was like, I, you even added mood lighting. <laughs> dude, when I when if you look at I me and Eric talk about this. If you look at when this first started, when that we started doing these shows, there was a fish behind me. There was just a Oh, fish. I remember that. And and it is just it was pure madness. And we all thought that our computer cameras were good enough. Yeah. And no, they're not. And um, now everybody kind of like upgraded, stepped it up, and um, and we've well, been able to collect a few gold coins along the way. Well, speaking about computer cameras, man, so I got my webcam because I knew I was going to start doing yep. this online more. So I got sold. I just found out this morning I got sold a fake camera I've been using for three months, four wow. months, because it says Logitech on it. Yeah, but Logitech on their cameras, they don't put Logitech. They just put L-O-G-I. Yeah. So and they upsold me on it because you couldn't find cameras at that time when the pandemic yeah. happened. Yeah. So I've been using L-O-G-I. Okay. Yeah. I got the mine right says, one. Mine says Logitech. Logitech. And but it looks fantastic. I, it does look good. They made it a good camera, but it's not real because I tried to actually you can make your picture better if you download Logitech's hub. It's called yes. the G Hub. Yes. So I tried to connect it this morning to G Hub and it says it's not recognizing it. Then I started Googling and I found out I bought a fake ass camera for like $220 when they're only 70 or 80 bucks because they yeah. were jacked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got right. I got got, man. I got got. Did it, you know? they should do it through Amazon? I don't know what I because I was just searching. I think I did it through some company. I, I I'm gonna look it up now because yeah. I literally when I say I just found out, I found out like 20 minutes before the podcast oh, and, and I was just so mad. I was like, I hate when people get me mm. and I hate that. Cause usually I research so much, but I found one when you couldn't yeah. find them anywhere. 
And I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, I take those L's. I'm just like, oh, that's yeah. just karma. I did something bad. Or I, I did something <laughs> I did something out of pocket and we're just balancing the account. I get it. I'm good yeah. with it. You know, I yeah. took that L. Let's go. Let's keep now it you, Now you mentioned uh Uber before, and I know you've drawn drove Uber in your past. How is that experience and was was it I mean, was there any crazy things that happened when you drove Uber? No, I was horrible. I was just horrible. I was the most because ho- I'm an awful driver. I have no tickets. <laughs> I have no tickets. I have no accidents that are my fault. I've always been the one hit, but it was probably my fault. But it was like the person <laughs> hit me from the back or they ran. I, I, I went across an intersection a, a little bit too slow and they were coming a little bit too hot. Like. So it's like, dude, I, the worst one was one day I said, look, I can't deal with the drunks at night. Cause I went out and I ended up, no one threw up in my car and everything. This is like, um, uh, 2014. So even Uber and stuff is fairly new 2013, 2014. When I first got to LA, when Uber and, and Lyft actually used to give you an iPhone, they would give you the phone. You didn't use your own phone. And I remember, oh, I don't want to deal with the drunks from Hollywood at late night. So I'm going to take everybody to work in the morning. People are respectful and they're going to work. No one wants to talk. I'm cool. You know, I could give them a good pep talk. Hey, you're going to have a great day. I was already envisioning. Oh, you're going to have a good day as they were leaving the car. Hey, keep your head up. You're doing it. You're achieving your goals. I I had all these little sayings I was going to say to them. And I just got everybody late to work. Like I did three <laughs> rides and all three rides were so pissed at me because I got them late because I don't speed. I wasn't going to cut people off. It, it was it was it was a 50 50 blame game. 50 50. You should have gotten up earlier. You know how <laughs> L.A. traffic is. And 50. Hey, I'm not a risky driver. And I I sp- I space out, dude. I daydream a lot. So if I end up behind a slow driver, I'm gonna be the second up. driver behind them, also going slow. And then we're the we're the reason why there's traffic. I am I am to blame for traffic in Los Angeles, California for traffic jams because I, I don't I don't speed. So what was your rating they gave you? What like when you finally quit, what was your rating? I was probably like at a three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm honest, man. Uh, I was, you know, when all this started happening, you know, I, I, I work, um, I, I listen to people like Dave Ramsey on, cause I never knew how to manage my money. So now I have a better understanding of how to work my money. And one of the things that you do is you try not to spend all your savings, you know? So I was already on that journey and I, I, I honestly sat up in bed one day and said, would Uber actually take me back? Because I haven't done Uber since like uh, probably like 2015. Uh huh. And I really? was like, would would they take me back? Hmm. Would you? Would you? No, no, you wouldn't want ever go back to Uber. No, I, I, you know why? The only reason there's nothing wrong with Uber, Michael, and uh, I feel good checking you on that. The only reason is that no, my there wife is nothing su- that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my wife suffers from. Like I, we've had scary moments where we've had to, we've ended up in the emergency room because her asthma is so, um, and, and this gotcha. being a respiratory thing is very, is, uh, with her, it, it, dude, you don't want to imagine, dude, how, how am I going to live with myself? I bring that thing home. 
I bring that virus home. It, it, it'll be a whole different yeah. level. Even and we travel and everything, but it's like multi layers, glass, everything. The only thing that we haven't done is like wear the whole suit. And I saw a couple doing that, and I was just like, man, they're re- they really leaned into it, you know. And I saw the suits at Home Depot the other day. So oh, they sell the whole suits at Home Depot. Yeah, because it's kind of like a painter suit. So basically, everything oh, yeah, falls yeah, yeah. on that suit. Everything falls on the suit. It has a little thing you put on the goggle, goggles over it. Yeah, and the mask under it. Everything falls on that thing. When you get to like, if I get when I get to your house outside, I take off that suit. Why have you hit me with a water hose? You just spray <laughs> me down, and hopefully that works. Or Lysol, you just spray me. But the just whole spray suit you. Just spray it down. Yeah. Well, Orlando, I got to run because my wife just reminded me that I have to pick her up and the kids. And I I totally forgot. Uh, But I want to say I want to say, yes, uh, please. I follow your wife and people should follow your wife. And I love that you this is this is one of the little minute changes. You were doing it before, but now you're doing it more often, obviously, maybe because you're together. But I don't think it's because you're always together. It's because you you're really you really leaning into it and you've really embraced it. I love the fact that you guys are like doing together yes. videos together. The only weird part is that some fans, uh, um, uh, I did a podcast where I said, uh, just be, just be nice. Don't be weird. And some fans choose not just to be nice, but they also want to be weird with you. So if you don't personally know Michael, Yo or his kids, if you see them out in the world, don't approach them like yeah. you know them. Or if anything, say hello to Michael first and don't say hello to his kids or his wife. Don't say <laughs> hello. Well, what's happened to me yeah, is yeah. people will say hi to Oliver first. Yeah, I know. I, I uh, Which freaks me. The hell. They'll be like, hey, Oliver. I'm like, who are you? You know, say hi to me and then we'll go. You yeah. know, and it's I like, know it's part of it because they're 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 on social media with you and everything. But uh, just like I always tell people, they have a certain energy. Like I have a certain uh, weirdness to me. Uh, don't be nice. Don't be weird. Always be nice and like just take take a beat, man. Hey, Michael, man, I love your show. Is this your son? I believe his name is Oliver. You know that type of. That's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do. It. You're like, oh, you know. Oh, thanks, Julie. Thanks for the smiles and laugh, guys. Have a marvelous day. You know, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Hey, Kim from San Diego. All right, I'm out of here. Orlando, give everybody how they can find you. And we're going to have you on again because I do this every single day. So tell people where they can find you, man. Uh, Please look me up at Hey Lando. It's right there on my name. Uh, Kim, Julie, Tamika, Jason. Thank you, guys, man. Thank you guys for saying something. Uh, all right. Everybody all have right. a wonderful day. I'm out of here, man. All right, Orlando. I will see you next time. Okay, bud. Later, bud. Later, man. All right. Um, thank you so much. Remember, follow the Facebook page. I do it live every morning, 9 a.m. That was Orlando Label. Follow him. Very funny comedian. Check out his clips. I really, really appreciate you guys and what we are building. I mean, this means so much to me. Uh, just, just. Tell somebody you love them today. Check out the photo I put, I just posted uh, earlier in the day. And uh, it was such a strong photo that I feel like everybody needs to see it. You know, I really appreciate it. Danny, it was a good show. Man, I will see you guys tomorrow at 9 a.m. We're going to do it again. All right, guys, later.